when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did you We're back. Back to even. It is Wednesday, August 30th, 2023, which means September is right around the corner and summer is basically over, which isn't great, Bob. Don't love that. But brighter days are ahead. College football has already started and the NFL season is a mere eight days away, folks. Yeah, eight, if, I'm, if my math is mathing. That's only one more weekend. One more back to even after this one. And if we can make it, you can make it. As always, thanks for checking the show out. You know who I am. My name is Jeff. Joined as always by the one and only. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 Cheers, Benito. How you doing, brother? What up, Jeffrey? I'm living, my man living you can you can hear it in my nose yeah i'm all congested got a little uh it's a little under the weather this last week huh i'm sure was i think just wearing thin you know uh a lot of late nights early mornings catching up and the kids were getting sick around them snot nose guys again so oh yeah or like i said before we started recording covid 23 who knows you it's, never it's know. supposed to be back in some places. Right. I live kind of close to California. People from California in and out all the time, mm-hmm. bringing their nasty diseases into the Valley of the Sun. So logical explanations. Yeah. I, I, I think being around, I don't know how many kids are on your team, but that's also not a great thing for 90. the immune system. <laughs> yeah. Never. Yeah. Is, it's never helpful. Um yeah, I've been seeing some weird COVID shit of late, and I just keep saying to myself, like, not, I'm not, we're not doing that again, right? Like, we're not doing this again. Yeah, I, geez, Louise, um, I can't imagine we're gonna. I mean, how wild would that be? Like, didn't we? What did we learn the first time? That none of the things we did worked, right? Like, essentially. Like, I don't think we learned. Yeah, I mean, like, logically, you can say, like, yeah, these are the things we learned. But I think what we learned is, like, we didn't know anything. And so, like, what are we doing? Yeah, I think at first there was a lot of really good panic, right? We panicked. We We did that well. Yeah. At the beginning. For sure. I was nervous. I remember I was in Nashville when it started. And I remember coming home with the splinters. And I was like. We're going to be fucking patient zero and we're going to bring this shit to Fairmont because we were just in Nashville all weekend and kill everybody. Yeah. Because there was 21 cases in the entire state of Tennessee at the time. The day we left on the news, we were like, oh my fuck. We're done, dude. We're so dead. Like this thing is here. It's real. Yep. But I mean, they treated it like it was fucking leprosy and it, surprise, it wasn't. So, um, yeah. I, yeah, you I don't know. know. I, I've seen some people rocking the masks again, and yeah, a big uptick in masks. I don't know, man. Like, I just I'm not doing that. Like, I'm just out, right? Like, I'll stay home, but I ain't playing. Right. I'm not jumping all the through all those hoops. I feel like. I mean, I I think if you're like truly sick and like if you're like super sick, like oh I can't, don't go to work. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. Like I knew I had a head cold. Sure. At no point was like my body achy. It was all right here. 
Yep. And we've had some weird weather. Dust is kicking up. I was like, probably a little bit of sinuses. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, why would I know I predicted it on the very first back to even of all time? <laughs> we predicted the years. And I said this, and I'm probably going to be right, but the mask mandates and Universal Studios or wherever, Hollywood Studios, whatever the fuck those are, and then that college in Atlanta, and then, I mean, here's, I, I, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to dispute anything, but can we just all agree that putting a T-shirt over your mouth didn't do shit I would agree with you on that. Yes. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I mean, let's at least not do that because that was just the worst, dude. It was. All them gators all I had to buy because I couldn't stand them paper masks around my ears. Got so many of those fucking things. I now. do, too. I still got a bunch. Tons like, <laughs> so- why don't you throw them away? I was like, well, I can wear them as a headband, but also... If you this never shit comes back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm COVID prepping. You're a COVID prepper. Right. right. So <laughs> when whatever. I buy Costco out of fucking flour and rice, be worried. Jeez. Yeah. I, I don't love that I'm seeing that. And mm, Yeah. Moving on. How was your week? Yeah. How was your week weekend? <clears throat> All of that, man. What you been up to? Um, Other than week was recovery. Good. Yeah. Uh, week was good. Good game week. Mm-hmm. Um. A tough battle down in Tucson against a good team. Yeah. Boys fought hard. Um, we were down seven with a minute 16 left. Put together a great two-minute drive. Scored with seven seconds left in the game to go down one. And, um, <clears throat> you know, the rule of thumb is, like, you know, down by one, kick, kick the field goal. But I asked my head coach, I was like, hey, you know, you want to kick it or – or you want me to go for it because I got to play. He's like, if you got to play, go. And, I mean, I appreciate that because of being the new guy on staff and the first year on staff, first game, mm-hmm. and I tell him I got to play, and he's already bought into me. He's like, if you got to play, take it. <clears throat> so I had to play, and it was – unfortunately, it was there a couple different places, but uh, it's uh, it's all growing pains and learning yeah. and um, – you know, we got a junior quarterback. We're only starting four seniors on offense, four seniors on defense. One of those is the same guy on both sides. So, I mean, we're young, yeah. but we're still we're still talented. And but mm-hmm. it was, uh, I've thought about that a lot this weekend, man. Tell you what, about twenty five different play calls I could have called too that I know what a hit. It was just it's part of the game. You like, know, and I, I told like I told everybody too, like it's never it never comes down to the last play. That's just the play everybody remembers. Like there was a million things that went into the game. For sure. You know, or on our opening drive, we had a hell of a drive. We had a perfect opening script and we fumbled going in on the five yard line to go in to score. And yeah. so it's like son, you know, sure. shit happens. Yep. But yeah, man. Yeah. I that is awesome, right? That your coach was like, Hell yeah, if you you got it. Go for it. Yeah. Because um, that's usually, I feel like, one of those things where that's on, like, that's most head coaches definitely want that in their control. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, no, I make the big decisions. Right. <laughs> but that's cool, man. That's awesome. And, yeah, t- it was tough, but it was awesome to watch. I, I mean, as a fan, as a as a mm-hmm. invested 
participant in your success in this, right? Like, dude, it was like Ty, I just got to say, like heroic yeah. effort on his part. He was literally like texting play-by-play, man. Like probably 300 texts in a high school football yeah. game, which, listen, that is not an NFL football game. Those, those plays happen fast. There's no TV timeouts. Like the game right. flies. And right. he was just like burning them out. It was awesome, man. And then he just FaceTimed at the end because I was like, dude, like just let, let us let us see. Let us yeah. Watch. Yeah. <clears throat> no, it was it was, uh, it was fun to have support down there too. Ton Ty and her parents came down, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was a blast, man. I was super emotional walking back on the field, just being back. Um, kind of lost my mind a little bit, like. I didn't. I left my sharpies in my backpack up in the school. I left my. I usually have like somebody chart plays for me, so um, I just left it all up in the school. Like I was just so excited, and we yeah. had a senior that tore his ACL last year, and then he had a like he kind of messed it up, I guess, um, in rehab last year. After the season, he had to have se- the surgery again in Oof. May. And so he was just balling, obviously, right? Like it should have been the first first game of his senior year. You know, it's tough, and he thought he'd be back in time. And uh-huh. so he was he was in tough shape. And our head coach just grabbed him, and that was the pregame speech. And he was like, you know, he was over in the corner, kind of crying. And he's a stud. Um, he would have been one of our dudes. And he was like, hey, uh, if you need any motivation for tonight, look at this guy and that that got to me because I know, I mean, it's just different. I know how much these kids work. Like they have right. fucking football class and they're in they're They're literally training every day at seven fifteen. Mm-hmm. like they're weight training, speed training. It's just, it's just a different world. And so that got me. And then I was like, you know, just walking back out there and it's just a different atmosphere, man. Um, mm-hmm. The band played the whole fucking night. Like when we were on defense, our band played all night long. When they were on defense, their band played the whole time. Like at one point, I was literally trying to call plays, and I'm like, "Is the band gonna fucking stop playing or not?" Like <laughs> I hadn't experienced something like that, you know? Like sure. So it's a great atmosphere. Super excited uh, just to be back, and you know, calm down a little bit and. I was cool calling collective, calling a two minute drill, and it was spot on. And yeah, score, dude. So Fuck I yeah. don't know. With, with as many mistakes as we made, it's week one. Kids are learning new offense. We ended up having to have more guys go both ways than we'd like. Um, to, to have a shot to win it at the end, dude. You can't. You can't ask for nothing more. Hell so no. I'm. I'm. I'm happy. I mean, obviously, yes. I wish we would have won, but right. right. I'm happy. But you can't. Nobody wins them all all the time, and first game right. back, right? Well, and you know, I'm saying that for you, right? Like, right. obviously, I, I I don't know, like I, to me, it's like, dude, this is like your thing, right? Like, yeah. and so hearing you say, like, you know, there was some nerves, I was emotional, like I hadn't even like factored that in, like in my head, I was just like, we were all just like so fucking hyped. I guess like I kind of thought like, yeah, Ben's just probably like jacked up ready to run through a wall but i can i i bet man like i couldn't imagine being like having played baseball at a level and then just like stepping away walking away and then being allowed back in and like 
you know, because like when you walk away from something, you like that. There's probably a small part of you in your head that thinks, "Will I ever do that again?" Absolutely, right? I did. You know, you I, hope you hope it's not a thing, but there's mm-hmm. there's always that. Like, man, am I just am I giving this up for good? Like, because you just never know how life's going to turn out. Maybe you find this job and you're going to make ten billion dollars a year, and there's no fucking point, and like you just don't have time, right? So right. to get back into it, yeah, man, I bet I bet that was fucking emotional. Hell yeah, yeah. I, I cried walking down to the field, like, just cause like, I just, you know, like you said, I didn't think I'd ever get it back. And especially yeah. at that level, like, you know, I thought, but the, you know, here's the deal. When I moved to Arizona, that was the first fall. I hadn't been around in the game of football mm-hmm. since I was fucking eight years old. Yeah. 22 straight falls. I was on a football team somehow, some way Sure, playing or coaching. And then for two years, that void was just there yeah and then i mean i think it just kind of felt like are we ever going to get there and you know like i practiced a couple times like oh it felt good like i know what i'm doing i'm not you know i'm not incompetent this is what i love this is what i know and then like to finally be there like game time it was like holy shit yeah we're here and it's back and That's why I'm glad. I usually script ten, but I start. I scripted fifteen, and I'm glad I did because I don't know what kind of play calls I would have made if I didn't script the first fifteen, dude. Uh, I'm being honest. Like, I just was like, "Holy shit!" And I had a bump off script because we had a penalty on the first play, which sucked. We did exactly what I thought. I said first play is going to hit. We went for like fifteen, twenty yards. We had a holding. I was like, "Son of a bitch!" But. um so I had to bounce off script a little bit, but it was it was good, dude. I it was it was fun. Um, obviously, I wish the outcome was different, sure. but I can't can't change it now. And we're on the South Mountain. Love it, dude. Well, and just again, you know, like you're back into it, and it's just like at this scale, right? Yeah. That like you, you know, I mean, we you've talked about it, you know, hundred like on almost every episode of this podcast, right? Like you, we talk about how it's so much different there, and like it, it it has this small collegiate like vibe right you're talking like the bands are just battling and like you know in those videos that i've seen like on twitter and whatnot um you know crowds are like jacked like for your team right which tells me like you traveled and i know tuxin is not you know four minutes away you know what i mean so two and a half hour ride from surprise so that's a journey man so like yeah hell yeah like Big vibes. Wait till I mean. Oh, I just I'm I'm jacked for, I'm jacked to be able to watch it. Right. So that was the big letdown for us. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, for me as well, dude. You should have seen. I'm not trying to talk bad on anybody, but I walked into their high school because we had heard nothing all day, and like there's a ton of those scam ones out there. Like Dalton found the one, and it's all they do is they try to get you to be like, oh yeah, and then you put your credit card on file, and then all of a sudden they just steal yeah. all your info, yeah. right? And so I walked into their high school, and their coach looked like I, at me like I was speaking Swahili. Like, I met their head coach, and I was like, hey, coach, you know, um, any chance you have the streaming information for tonight? And he's like, streaming? And I was like, yeah, you know, like posting the game on the internet, like a live stream. And he's like, yeah, we don't do that around here. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, it was some big foreign concept. And I was like, I was just shocked, like, Tucson's a major metro. Is I mean, that's, there's a million people that live in Tucson. Yes, it's not like we're in 
I don't know, pick a rural small town. And it, then I see every small town in America, especially back home, live streaming the games, at least on Facebook, you know, like I was just so surprised to see nothing. And I have no, I, I mean, that's how it'll be. Like I literally have no idea until I'm, I'm sure we do at home, but who knows, man, I, I, yeah. I've assumed, I guess, you know, five, a school we have, you know, we, graduate 700 kids a class 800 kids a class whatever it's like mm-hmm. i would just guess that right absolutely we, i mean like so like woody was texting he's like what's the stream i'm like there isn't one you know so i was like taking the updates from ty i was updating yeah. woody i was updating taco taco yeah right? that's like, what they said they just, both said jeff was <clears throat> doing my best and like i i feel like i don't know how many of those situations you're gonna run into uh, hopefully not many more, but if it's going to be a thing, like I'm about to buy a tie, a fucking GoPro and just <laughs> stream it himself. Dude, just stand there with it on a tripod. You can watch the game and you just hold the thing, point it at the field yeah. so that, and just put it on YouTube so that we can all watch. <laughs> well, that's what's so crazy. Like we have so much technology. I'm surprised somehow ours doesn't, but like, and we ran and we never even thought of it. Like we didn't think of like power. So they have a newer turf field as well, but they didn't run a bunch of power to the field. Like we did. Yeah. But like we have an end zone cam. We have the 70 inch TV on the sideline. We have four iPads that like we can grab film from. But the end zone cam wasn't sending the film to the iPads. So we just had the one side and then it was like really clippy and choppy. Like I tried to watch it once. And like to be completely honest, that's my first game with something like that. It was never a thought of like, oh, let's get on the bench and watch film so we can go for the second half. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said that today in our coaches meeting, I was like, you know, there's a lot of things that I didn't take advantage of that right. I will going forward, but I was just so in the moment. But yeah, dude, I hope the streams work. There was a, I know people that are listening to this, a lot of people asked and I had to send that text, no stream. I think I, you know, I tried to send it to a bunch of people, but um yeah, just kind of crazy. My uncle texted and he was, I was like, yeah, no stream. And then he's like, what about a radio station? I was like, not looking good. <laughs> like, yeah, we were, we were Googling, like we were, we were working like internet sleuths trying to find yeah. this, like trying to figure it out. And we just, we couldn't. So it was like, well, Ty, hope you brought a backup uh, charger for your phone. <laughs> yeah. Nuts. <laughs> and he, That's he, wild. Yeah, he did good. It was, it was awesome too. Like he was pacing, uh, like a dad Mm -hmm. right like just like our dads would like back in the Mm -hmm. day like he was like i can't sit here i gotta like be moving around and it's it's so cool so cool yeah it's fun i appreciate you guys and everybody being bought in on it so hopefully we get a stream so you guys can see it and live it oh yeah we will we'll get one going one way or another hell yeah oh man shit uh yeah so then you're just recovering right like just trying to relax Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a lot of relax this weekend. Unfortunately, we didn't get, like, any film on the team we're playing this week. So, that's always a bummer. Um, so, it just kind of – we found some. We actually ended up watching their stream online. So, huh. um, which is also wild. Their stream was online. And they played another school in Tucson, and they had an hour-and-a-half lightning delay. And we're seven miles away, and we had no lightning delay. <laughs> So either somebody wasn't paying attention to the lightning or, I mean, I've seen it a couple of times, but <laughs> you can't really tell how far away lightning is. You know what I mean? Sure. And I think the rules 15 miles or 20, I don't know, but if a school seven miles away was in an hour and a half delay, you would assume that we should have been, but we never even got any rain. And I don't know. 
But yeah, dude, it's uh it was a good weekend, ready to rock, full in on it now. I mean it, all dude. day yesterday, all day today. It's That's it's crazy. work, but it's doesn't feel like you know, yeah. it's just fun. Absolutely. So. That's awesome. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, we uh we had a pretty chill weekend. It feels like school's coming back, or I know it is not feels it is so we're trying to like do the most with these kids that we can and took them to a twins game today that was cool uh yeah jocelyn could have cared less she didn't care at all did she no she was playing you know jungle gym on the railing right to the seats uh (laughs) which is fine we knew that i thought maybe she'd be entertained by the popcorn and the candy and all the other stuff that you can get there but she was not she no. In, in like the second inning, she goes, How much longer is this? Nice. <laughs> I was like, well, well, it just started. There's nine of these, and we're at number two. We're, so. we're 10 minutes in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun, but it was good, though. Like, Jack loved it. He's all in, and it was a good game. Went 13 Lots innings. Lots of run scores. It did go 13, huh? Yeah, so it's two grand slams. I'm not sure if I've ever seen a game with two grand slams in it before. So that That's was insane. Um, yeah. And the Twins pulled it off. So, go Twins. 5-6. Was that the score today? I think it was 7-6. Seven, 7-6? Six. Seven, six? Yeah. When it was all How about down. that 162-game uh, hardo? Just counting down the days since Byron Buxton's played center field. So there were two of them there, right? Did you see that other snap of the guy in the Rangers jersey with the hard hat and the catcher's mitt? Yeah, I did. I didn't. I didn't notice. I bet hey, he was farther away. I get that, but yeah, yeah, like two of those guys hanging out there, and it's just like, geez, dudes, that's another life, man. It's another level. I respect his I commitment mean, to the Byron Buxton bit because it is something that like weirds everybody out up here. Like he is the best center fielder in baseball and he hasn't played in 370 days like hasn't played center field at all or Correct. like hasn't played hasn't played center field in 370 has he days. been dh or what yeah they just don't wow. want him don't want him to get hurt and it's like well i, I mean his bat's good but, but it's, it's not dh good is it's it? it's not like that level man like his value comes from the fact that he is the He's best center fielder right like on the fucking planet so you i don't know to me it's like you gotta fucking play him like what are did, we doing did you see my comment back at all about i mean he, I, I i obviously I, I like baseball i'm a cubs fan yeah i wouldn't say i'm a diehard cubs fan obviously not because i don't watch every game there's 162 of them it's that's wild mm-hmm. but people do that for sure. Are are baseball fans the wildest fans? Like not like crazy wild, but like if you're all in on a baseball team and that's what you love, like mm-hmm. and there's people that do it. Like that's another level of weird to me, don't you think? Like 162 games of Die Hard. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. It's a because that is it's a it's so much baseball, uh, yeah. But I find myself as I get older, like appreciating that game more. For sure, I love baseball. I love going to baseball. Baseball is one of my favorite sports to like listen on the radio. If I'm driving for work, like I'll just sometimes oh, there's a new game, just put it on. There's just something about baseball. 
that on the radio that I especially love. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine, like, diehard locking in? You're watching every game, 162 of them. Right. The answer from is, April to September. The answer is no. Right. And I would, to me, it's for everything. Right. The answer is no for everything. I'm not. I I don't understand diehard anything anybody. Right. Like no. I Hunter. I get you. You know what I mean. Like even diehard football guy. Right. Like. Uh, but I'm just saying, there's only 17 of those. I get it. No, I get it. I get it get it right like and so like you know that guy and what i mean by like diehard football game right like obviously i watch every vikings game right or right. the vast majority of them Maybe we're I'll not miss- diehards we can we know we know there's a guy he'll tell us yeah like i, I like I, I get it but like there's up there are people who you know they'll watch the game they'll watch it they'll watch the replay they'll watch the all 22 because you can get that from the nfl network they listen to every sports, you know, like that diehard level. Like, I don't get yeah. that, right? And it's the same concept of watching 162 days of baseball or being that bought into a team or being that bought into, like, Monday Night Raw or, you know, you name it, right? Like, 100%. Any, anything like that, I just can't. I Dude, there's more to life. That's kind of no, what I look is. at, you know? <laughs> Hundred percent. I mean, we're all in on on football being back, but I just, I mean, I just think of that guy. Like, I mean, how many people know that that it's been three hundred and seventy days since Byron Buxton has played center field? Right. Like, I bet you could have asked X. I mean, I mean, how what was the attendance today? They told you. Oh, maybe t- eighteen thousand. Maybe twenty. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. if you polled those eighteen thousand people. I bet you not even 10% would have a clue how many days since Byron Buxton played center field. And yeah, not even days. I bet some people would tell you a fucking week. Right. Like, like oh, last oh. week? Yeah, like, they have exactly. no idea. Right. Like, you could have told when. when do you think the last time he played was? And somebody would be like, I don't know, two months ago? Right. No. Right. And that now the thing is, is like that guy, he's there every game. That's part of what I'm getting at. Yep. Yeah. He well, and I think, I think the twins do this thing at like the sixth or seventh inning where you can walk in for like two bucks, standing oh, nice. room only. So I think he comes every game for like two dollars, and he holds that sign at the end of the game. Yeah, and so everybody walking out can see it. Like he, he definitely like because I've seen that picture on Twitter whether it was sure. like 320 or whatever, but I took it, I sent it to you guys. I sent it to some other friends and in that, you know, in my, my other friend group, like two of them were like, is that true? I mean, I had no idea. <laughs> right. That's why I was like, initially, like, could you imagine being that big of a fucking baseball super fan? No. Like, Oh fuck. It's four Oh seven on Tuesday. No. Twins. First pitch is coming up at four Oh nine. Nope. Nope. Like, nope. nope. That's just insane to me. And he probably, I mean, he probably has, that guy probably has the season tickets where they probably. charged him like $7 for an upper deck ticket every week, every mm-hmm. game. Probably. But yeah, it's just, I just couldn't imagine, dude. There's a couple guys in the Minneapolis Metro, too. I've seen them at multiple sporting events that are like, you know, the VWO, and then they're oh at like God. Timberwolves and Wild Games. Like, just to make a sports team that 
doesn't give a shit about you, your entire personality is a mind blowing thing to me. Correct. Unless we're fans. Yeah. But yeah. Unless that's like your job to pay attention that closely. I do not get it. Yeah, I don't. And that's not 99% of their jobs. There's a lot of them are fry cooks. Yeah. Correct. They're doing something else. They're digging a ditch. (laughs) They're they're pulling trash, cooking fries, you name it. Right. And they don't miss PA ever any day. No, you know that. Correct. Who's the twins homer on K fam? John Bonus. Okay. He's uh, never heard of her. <laughs> he uh, he hosts a podcast called Gleaming and the Geek, and he is a baseball nerd. He goes to every game. I saw him there. But, Did you talk to him? No. See if he wanted to get on our podcast. No, I mean you could, I could reach out to him. I'm sure he'd be down. Yeah, it'd be probably pretty good exposure for us, actually. <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh yeah he's super personal. But anyways, like yeah, he that's their hardo, uh, and he's a nerd about it. Like he breaks that shit down. It's it's crazy. Uh, it's wild on a level most people don't think about it. But yeah, the Twins game was fun. Uh, I got a bat filled with beer. That was great. Saw that. Looked good. What Locked. kind of beer? What was the beer? Uh, it was a Michelob Ultra. Nice. Because they didn't nice. have bush light. Yeah, I figured. Bud light, though, but not drinking that anymore because of the rice. Mm, not for because of another reason? Because of the rice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want no, headaches. I'm just asking. <laughs> yeah. I quit drinking it when they put rice in it, too. That's a real thing. Yeah, you converted it different. well before they started putting people on cans. Yep. So, good Hell yeah. Thank you, Ben. Thanks You're for welcome. Me. I got to clean out. You know what I mean? Like, and it's documented. It's been documented on this and your other pod. Yep. Like, well yep. before all that went down. <laughs> it's a fun little joke, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how much college football did you watch this weekend? Uh, you know, I had quite a. I had it on yesterday, um, which here I was honestly like. It took me more time to find the Notre Dame game than I spent watching the Notre Dame game because the Cardinals played the Vikings in preseason action yesterday during the same time, mm-hmm. and the preseason games here are on NBC. So they didn't even have that game, like the opening game of the year here because wow. they had the Cardinals preseason game on. But I have, like, NBC Sports Network, the app, on, like, the Roku TV here, and so – I just put it on and woof. Uh, shout out the midshipmen. Yeah, they played well. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but no, I had that on. Then when that was over, I popped over to uh, watch the fighting Jerry Kills of New Mexico State. Nice. Um, and those were about the two. Only actually, I watched. Uh, part of Mercer and North Alabama before that. And then they were in a lightning delay. So, yeah, I I think I watched watched some high school football yesterday. I was going to say, I think I watched more high school football this weekend than I did college football. Yeah. St. Thomas Aquinas played uh, St. John's Bosco. Nice. So, yep. Watch those. Those are the four games I tuned into this weekend. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that. I watched some of your game. I think I watched four minutes of the Notre Dame Navy game, and I was like, "This is not good." The first four minutes? No, I, was, I had tuned in. It was like fourteen. It was when they were like 
pulling away, and I was like, okay, well. Uh, I'm going to go play with my kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I I wasn't interested in it. You know, it's week zero, right? Uh, I'd love to say I was able to sit around. I'm not going to, not on a beautiful right. fall weekend or end of summer weekend, uh, unless it's the big dogs. Now, next weekend, yep. you know. Now we're rolling. I might now it's uh, for real. be a bit more invested. Not to mention, like, USC, uh, San Jose State. Like, that wasn't even on TV. No, how wild is that? The last ever Pac-12 opening game on the Pac-12 network, and it wasn't on TV. Mm-hmm. And they wondered why the conference folded. Mm-hmm. Isn't that insane? It's, I mean, like, truthfully, that is some of the wildest shit I've ever seen in my life. It's poetic. It's poetic. It really is. It then, really is. And people who actually had the fucking network yeah. could, couldn't get in. Like they, yeah. they no, couldn't I, even. I, 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 it's insane. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's just poetic. Poetic justice. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why you are no longer a conference. How did our bet do? I'm just, our, our two bets. How did those um, flush out? So... On the ones we placed on the pod, surprisingly, I mean, I had plus 90,000 odds, a dollar to win 908. What do you think it happened? Uh, it didn't go over well. So a quick recap, I took Navy plus the points over under in the UTEP Jacksonville State game. New Mexico State minus seven and a half, Ohio money line. I did hit the over on the San Jose USC game. I nice. took Florida International money line, and I took Hawaii money line plus 640. So I hit one of my... Uh, seven legs. Yeah. You, on the other hand, under 50 and a half hit. Uh, Jacksonville State plus a point and a half hit. New Mexico State minus seven and a half did not. Ohio money line did not. You took the under in the San Jose USC game that did not hit. You took Florida National plus the points that hit. And then uh, you took the over in the Hawaii Vandy game that hit. But I woke up on. Yeah. It must have been Saturday, mm-hmm. and I saw I had a little 100% profit boost, but you had to make a two-leg or more parlay. And I was, like, not feeling not feeling the midshipman. I was, like, really, like, 20 and a half points. Like, I, that's going to be tough, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't like it, so I didn't. So I took the over in the UMass-New Mexico State game, yes. plus 2020. This, this plus the 100% profit boost, it got it up to plus – Five thousand seventy-eight. So a dollar to win fifty dollars and seventy-eight cents. Or, mm-hmm. but I did two, so I put a hundred bucks in the FanDuel account. I thought, boy, here we go. Took the over the UMass New Mexico State game. Hit over sixty-five and a half San Jose USC. Hit Florida National plus twelve and a half. I saw you locked them in at ten and a half. I was like, they're giving us twelve and a half today. That hit. I think they only lost by three. Uh then Hawaii Vandy over 55 and a half. That hit four of four. Final leg of the parlay. Not shout out Ohio Bobcats. We took them on the money line. They lost by seven. Damn Football you. is back. We're breaking our hearts on five leg parlays already. Week zero. That would, ah, oh, I mean, that would have just been such a good way to start the year, right? right. Like a little $2 to win 100. And like 
that's the thing. This shit ain't hard. All right. You just got to find the right ones. This shit ain't hard. You just got to find the winners. Shout out Brandon TC. Yeah. Just pick the winners. It's easy when you pick the winners. I mean, the guy picked like three things right all year. Doesn't know how over unders or plus minus works, but he'll fucking give you betting advice. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, it was fun. I had to send that to the group. I was like, we're back. We are back. If, I mean, that is such a parlay that we put together week in, week out, whether we're together mm-hmm. and parlays or not. I mean, how many parlays on this fucking show have we put together that I've missed by a leg? Yep. Uh, like the first one ever. Remember, I almost turned five bucks into 1600 bucks, and I was two yards short of the goal line. Oh. Still hurts. Still Last hurts was, in my soul. I know. One so, play too early. I remember my dad was in town that weekend. I think he thought I like bet the house. He was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, it was five dollars <laughs> still. Would have been sweet to win seventeen hundred bucks, but it was five. So yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, but that's why we gamble. Mm-hmm. Um Get to the juice. So much flowing. fun. So much fun. Uh yeah, dude. It's 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 exciting, honestly, that it's back. For sure. I'm excited. I'm excited that we're back. Betting on games. We got some fucking spreads this weekend, though, boy. Boy, do we. Do we want to do we want to do that like look at that stuff now or do you want to do it at the end? Let's we can do it at the end. We we can circle back to put our little five legger together or something for yeah. for the people. I like um, that concept too. Like let's maybe we uh we'll, we'll make some picks and then like we put together a parlay as a whole. Yeah. Should we uh should we pick the big 10 games every week? See how right care. we can be. Sure. Yeah. Whatever you want cool. to do. I'm yeah, down. Just I'm down. It's just fun to bet on it. Right. Yeah. And feel like it's mm-hmm. more than a shot in the dark. Right. As these other ones tend to be. You know what else is back? College football's back. You know what else is back? Uh I do, but I don't care. Formula yeah, One's back, baby. Formula <laughs> so they take a month off in the middle of their season. Well, they also have the worst travel schedule of all time, so I'm for it. They should have two months off. So here's my question. Does the Formula One season ever really end or no? Yeah. No, it does. For like, what, a couple, three, four months like everything else? Probably. Maybe two or three months. Because I just remember when we were talking, like, all the events here. Mm-hmm. You remember the map? Like they showed, like how yeah. they fly. So, like they started in Saudi Arabia, then they went somewhere else, and they go across the, the world again, and yep. then they fly to like Austin, and then they go back to Australia, and then they go to British Columbia, and then they. It's like, why don't you guys do like a North America circuit? Go to here, mm-hmm. do a European circuit, go to Australia, wherever. Like, I feel like the Formula One. Could use a new logistics coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. I, they could benefit from that without I mean, a doubt. Also, there's all this talk on global warming and everybody, this, <laughs> that. Is anybody coming for Formula One? No, of course not. Because they got to be among the world's leaders in emissions and pollution to travel like that with all that shit in airplanes. Yeah. I mean, as a corporation, they got to be like 
the least eco-friendly corporation in the world. For sure. For sure. I mean, name me something worse. I'll wait. No. Exactly. Thank you. Exxon Valdez. I don't know. Mm, no, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Oil spills happen, Jeff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they just they just happen. Just get some Dawn dish soap, clean it all up. Clean the ducks off. Exactly. Right. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. could be proactive and just put Dawn dish soap in the ocean, and everybody would be fine. So. And we'd be clean swimming in the ocean. I mean, I heard it here first. Somebody called Kalshi. I want it on there. <laughs> By the end of the year, do we fill the ocean with Dawn dish soap? Yes or no? Imagine the suds on the beach oh, from the waves. What a foam party, you know? Yeah. yeah foam beach parties. Kids would be having Miami fun. Miami would be bumping. No doubt. All the time. No doubt. Wouldn't be able to see the sharks very well, but that it might kill fine. the sharks. I think that'd be okay. Did you not see them? Yeah. Because if they can't, if you can't see them, do you think they can see you? They can smell you. And all that yeah. soapy water. But could they in the soapy water? If you're cleaned off, scrubbed down with dish soap, That's their noses question. are cleaned out, scrubbed down with dish soap, done dish soap. I True. don't think, I don't think that the sharks are smelling yet. That's if a great we counterpoint. Put, yep. Great counterpoint, Ben. Good Titanic stuff. would have saw the iceberg from a mile away. A water would have been clean and clear. <laughs> A lot of things would have been different if we would just dump Dawn dish soap in the ocean. Hmm. Well, we'll start that movement as well. Yep. Yeah, bring Change. Bush Apple back and put Dawn dish soap in the ocean. Uh, yeah, no, I I wish they had a better logistical schedule. I talked about that. It'd be, it would be so much better for them as an organization to like get some press, like and build some excitement if they stayed in the United States for like six weeks straight, right? You know, and they could just right, be Bob Brown, sure. do like radio shows, do, you know, the Letterman's, the, I mean, I know he's not on TV anymore, but whoever the fuck does it uh, anymore, right. like hit those shows up and yeah, but they don't. I have to imagine a lot of it has to do with like they're putting events in places where there's other events. And so they have to like wedge themselves in. No, I'm I'm sure I get it. I right. I understand. I get that part, but it's just like to take a racing series global like that and to literally bounce from continent to continent weekly is insane to me. Mm -hmm. For sure. I agree. Maybe they I don't know. Maybe they just start building and maybe they do have like a Formula 1 testing center in America and somewhere and they just race their cars here. Maybe that's what it gets. Because where's the races this year? They have Vegas, Vegas, Austin, Miami, and Austin. Just three in America yep. this year? Yeah. Okay. So IndyCar must have been in Chicago. I thought there was a Chicago one in the streets, but maybe that was Indy. That was Indy. Okay. And then NASCAR, right? NASCAR did it too, but I thought it was a Formula One track. Okay. But Nope, just Indy. Um, you probably would have drove to Chicago to see Max Verstappen. Uh no, I would not have. I don't mind watching it while I drink my coffee, but I'm probably not traveling anywhere. Not a diehard, Ben. Not a diehard. Just just saying, Joe. I watched the show. I got hooked. You know, there we're at. There we are. Um look at you now. You know what's going away? 
Bob Barker. Wow. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Pop. <laughs> I didn't know you asked. It was on the run. That's fair. I shouldn't have asked the question. I shouldn't have <laughs> asked the question. Yeah, Bob Barker. R.I.P. I mean, we're here. Let's talk about it. That's sad, man. It's tough. He was close to he, being a hundred uh, years old, dude. Yeah, he went as close to a dollar without going over. He spun that fucking wheel. I mean, how, what a what a life, dude. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, how perfect is it that he goes out at ninety nine cents? Yeah, like that is out of everybody. Like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's tough, right? So, but, um, but good. Apropos for his show, for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's um, just absolute legend. I should reach out. Who did I have on the pod that was on the show? Who was? Do you remember? What's his that's name? terrible. Yeah, whatever his name Ted. was. Ted Slauson. Yeah, Ted. He knew everything. I was, I should reach out to Ted and see how he's feeling. Yeah, I wonder, um, I wonder how he's doing. He loved Bob Barker. I mean, big fan. Price is right to memorize the prices. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, that's. Uh, I mean, I got the, I got the alert, the Apple News alert, and it said like beloved uh, game show host dies at 99. And I hate when they do that. It's obviously clickbait. Like, oh, who is it? But I was like, well, Bob Barker died. Like, yeah. I mean, 99 years old. Good Lord. So mm-hmm. what's your favorite Bob Barker memory? Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I was going to say mine too. For sure. Price yep. is wrong, bitch. Then he beats up. Happy That's Gilmore. so good. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can't beat that. Um, I wonder if we'll ever see, like, the legends, like Bob, Alex Trebek, Pat Sajak ever again. Mm, I don't think so, dude. Like, they're made, I mean, it's, they were at a perfect time. Like, cable network was just so big, you know, like, and they were on... It just like I mean I think of the prices right I think of snow days or being homesick yep. you know yep like that's literally like that's the core memory in my head is like watching the prices right because we we're at home for whatever reason and usually a snow day or a sick day like I didn't watch it in the summertime like no. that was never a thing like no so but it was always being home from school I I think two things I think one I don't think we'll ever see it again because I I feel like people want to get super big. Oh yeah. Nobody's ever just content and happy with doing that job, right? Like Pat Sajak works like two months a year. Right. You know what I mean? Film all those. 15 million bucks, works two months, then he does whatever the fuck he wants. Like I don't know why you wouldn't want that life, but you know, what's the what's that late night talk? James Corden, right? He's yeah. already walking away from his show. Uh, Trevor Noah on The Daily Show, already walking away, right? Like going to do something else. Because they just, they, they I feel like the these people that do this, like they feel the need to kind of keep trying to do more or something different and evolve yeah. or whatever. Um, that being said, I said, I will we ever see one? I do think there's one currently that could reach that level if he doesn't True? no steve harvey oh yeah family feud if for he, sure if he for stays sure. just doing family feud and i know he does like other 
shit. He's got the Steve Harvey show and stuff. Yeah. But if he sticks with Family Feud for the next 30 years or 20, he's going to be a legend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think about game show. I mean, I don't watch him ever anymore. Right, like uh, oh. I used to watch Family Feud when I worked in the hog barns all the time because I was always on at noon. So we'd watch two episodes of the Family Feud and then get back to work. But it's just, dude, it's just a crazy thing that, like, I mean, they're just a dying thing. They're just a dying thing. I mean, unless somebody picks one up on YouTube, that's crazy. I just don't see. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know how the Price is Right does these. I, I just. But you're probably right. It would be Steve. I don't. I just don't even know how much longer game shows are going to be a thing. I'm sure forever, but it just seems like mm. a super dying thing, doesn't it? I I get where you. I get what you're saying, but I also would counter that. I think like game shows are one of the only things sustaining TV now. And when you look at Netflix, right? Uh, nailed it. Uh, is it cake? These baking yeah. comp like they're all variations of game shows. True. You know, the challenge, True. Big Brother, Survivor, Amazing Race. Like it's all fucking games. Like it's a yeah. it, they're 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 game of everything has to be a game, right? To be like you know, I, I suppose you're I guess I didn't really think of like all the Lego Masters, the Mass Singer, yeah. like all those are yeah, you're right. They're technically game. I didn't really you're right. Everything's a competition-based show, it seems yes. like. You're right. Yes. There yeah. you go. Competition-based. Not necessarily based. like a game show like how I right. would think of sure. with the you know big board behind you or sure. we winning prizes like that. But, yeah, everything is a singing competition or a cooking competition. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I get that. Yeah, competition-based shows. Probably Guy Fieri. I don't know if you watch Guy's Grocery Games, but that's probably the best <laughs> one out there. So. <laughs> Going to Flavor Town. That's right. That's right. It's a legend. He's still a thing, huh? Yeah. All right. Good for yeah. him. Well, yeah. What I was originally gonna say was what is no longer here. Golf. Golf's done for the year. It's pretty sad. Yeah. Shout out Vic. Jeez. Jeez. What a performance. He's a stud. He's gonna be the world number one. It's gonna be uh yeah, he's 25 years old. That's what's crazy to me is that he's only 25. I feel like Vic Hovland, I mean, I'm sure he has been on tour for seven years, but, I mean, it really feels like a long time right. seeing Victor Hovland. Absolutely. Like, I thought he was probably closer to my age, you know, but. Same. Yeah, I would have I I guessed 30-ish years old. Yeah. And when they said 25, yeah. it was like, oh, wow. So is he the youngest to ever win the FedEx Cup? I don't know. I didn't hear that. Um, probably. Probably. Yep. He's the third youngest player to win the PGA Tour. Spieth in 15 and JT in 17. Oh. Um, so... But he's only been a pro for four years. That's crazy. It seems like it's been so long. What a long four years. Maybe because we've seen him in like a couple Ryder Cups. Yeah, and I think, you know, also like we have had a long four years. 
And probably <laughs> because we've, I mean, I don't know about you, but paid attention more to golf in my life than ever over the last two or three years right. since COVID really came back. Right. When that was the first thing back was golf. Yep. And I was all in. So, um, but I guess, you know, we'll see the boys at the open, baby. That's yeah. what's next. Well, Ryder cup. Well, well, yeah, that's true. So when is Ryder cup then next weekend, two weeks? Oh, I don't think it, I don't think it's next. I, th- I feel like it's two or three weeks away. Okay. Maybe a month. It's in Rome. Mm, that's right. Sucks that he's hot because he's going to be a problem. Yeah. Did uh, the f- official teams come out? Did I miss that? Not yet. No. I mean, the top six for each side, I think, have been named because it's all based yeah. on points for them. Which is based off of dollars, which I thought Scotty Scheffler's comment on Brooksy making the team was hilarious, actually. What did he say? I, I missed that. So, Scotty Scheffler or Brooksy is 30 points off 29 mm. points off of being an auto bid or whatever. Yeah. So being like the top six. Right. And they said, okay, so each point is essentially like a thousand dollars made on tour. And they're like, he Scotty said, you don't think Brooks would have made $30,000 this year in any other event. Right. At all. Right. And they're like, Oh, I guess. And it's like, well, do you think he should be in then? You know, like if we're truly taking the best golfers, like sure. I guarantee Brooks would have won $30,000 somewhere else over the course of the year. Yeah. So it's crazy. I, I find it interesting that all of that, like resentment is kind of fading away, especially as the Ryder cup gets closer and you, you see these dudes basically being like, I don't fucking care. All we want to do is win the Ryder Cup. Right. Like we just right. want to beat this other team. Give right. me the best. <laughs> well, I just always think it's so fun. Like as it's as America versus Europe, right? Like mm-hmm. so, it's it's essentially America versus the world in the game of golf. Right. And yeah, we want the best motherfuckers on our team. They all know like Brooks is playing unreal right now. Mm-hmm. He's back. Like Brooks is back. I think the whole feud thing has clearly died. Yeah. Like the drama of the live DJ shit's just gone too. Yep. Um, we'll see what next year holds, but um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I, it'll be, yeah. Curious to see how that shakes out. Cause it has gone. Way far. I don't even know if is Liv still doing their thing right now. Like I, I dude, I couldn't tell you. honestly. I, I feel like not. I after the last major, I kind of just kind of fell out. Yeah, because I knew like oh nobody's gonna play till really a FedEx now, and then I really forgot that it was last weekend. I was ready. For, you know, I was in a different state of mind, but for sure it was. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it's, uneventful. Uh, it was anticlimactic. Climactic. Uh, I mean, what do you win it by? How? I mean, what Victor win it by? Five six, strokes, six strokes, six more. Yeah, I think he shot on his own. He shot seventeen or eighteen under. That's what I thought I saw. And then he got, I don't know, eight strokes to start. So, yeah, Oof. yeah, yeah. So yeah, because he finished a total of twenty five under, right? I think, I think something like six. that. 26 under? Yeah. For an $18 million payday. Mm-hmm. That's wild. 
Shout out Vic though. Shout out. Yeah. Yes. Uh what you what you make of this the mugshot scene around the world? Um, I think it just goes I mean, it was kinda of hilarious. Twitter has been a madhouse over it. Um <laughs> it goes to show how big of a joke American politics is, dude. Um I know we don't like get into it ever on our show and I don't give a fuck who you vote for or what you like, but it's just all a fucking shit show between the Donald Trump mugshot and seeing Joe Biden sleeping at a table at the Maui survivors dinner, like my 90 year old grandpa. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing in America, dude? Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, like what the fuck are we doing? Like, Jeff, I can't dude. I can't. It is, it is unfucking real. Uh, I don't know. There's a song that we haven't talked about on this show, "The Rich Men North of Richmond." Oh yeah. I don't know if you're listening. Oh yeah. I fucking love it. Everything about it because it is a non like he's not talking shit about Republicans. He's not talking shit about Democrats. He's talking shit about politicians and not taking care of America. And it is such a fucking play shit show right now. Like, Joe Biden's like, well, we had a house fire once and we lost a cat. (laughs) It's like, for fuck's sakes, Joe, like, nobody gives a shit. And then we got all these people, like, I don't even, like, I don't follow enough anymore because I know it's all a shit show joke. Trump's thing was hilarious. His mugshot was hilarious. Um, But the it's going to be a fucking wild year because it's now election time, right? We had the... Uh, presidential uh, debate last week. Um, fucking Iowa. Yeah. Straw polls. And I don't know who is this fucking Vivek guy. He's gaining some fucking steam. I know that. I'm going to tell you right now, I have no idea who he is, but I saw his thing. He's like, you want to save America? Start drilling. Start producing oil. He's like, all this shit. He's like, produce coal. And I was like, all right, that's the guy. Like, I don't know. I'm all in on him. That seems pretty nonsensical to me. Yeah. But I have no idea. I mean, I don't know. I'm just sick of just sick of all the politics, dude. It's so fucking wild to me. What a week in America. We had the president of our country looking like everyone's 90-year-old grandpa at fucking any family function, mm-hmm. falling asleep at the table. Yeah. And then the ex the last president getting arrested on really who knows what yeah i have no idea fourth indictment whatever like at this point Uh, what's it matter right Right. at this point uh politically he's using it as like a fucking uh platform you know what i mean for sure and at like as if you are in politics you should right like it's all spin he is spinning the shit you know and it Again, I, as you mentioned, I could fucking care less who you believe in or vote for or whatever. I just find it hilarious, right, that there's, like, news cameras following his plane, flying into the, you know, the jail, yeah, and then him going to get his mug shot, and then they post it, and he puts it on T-shirts, and then his, like, fucking bio line is released. That was the best part. Right. Yeah, six two two fifteen. Six three two fifteen. In your bra. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> like I'm six three two fifteen. 
Uh, I think he's a pretty tall human. I do think that probably the six threes, right? For sure. He, I don't. I mean, he's definitely weighs more than two hundred fifteen yeah, pounds. He and I can look eye to eye. He is twice as wide as me. Right. <laughs> yes. Have you ever have you seen a picture of that Baron kid, the youngest one? <laughs> yes. He's like seven foot fucking tall now. For he's sure. like fifteen. For sure. He's gonna be playing D one basketball. We're gonna be betting on him. He's gonna go to Fairleigh Dickinson, and we're gonna be placing bets on him. Cook. Let's, Let's go. Let's but no, go. yeah, I'm with you, dude. What a Such wild a thing. Um, I will say this is, I don't know. I don't know how. So the tweets and things I saw, um, YG, he's a rapper, right? Okay. Um, he had a song out called Fuck Donald Trump. Okay. Uh, now that Trump has been to jail, um, he put out this whole thing of how most of black America is now with Donald Trump because they're starting to see like all this bullshit from the Democrats. I like truly am so mind fucked on the world, Jeff, when it comes to American politics, like the guy who said, had a song called fuck Donald Trump is now like, actually a fuck with Donald Trump. We've taken a wild turn, and I yeah. don't know what to believe, and I really feel like we're just in fucking la-la land. Well, you know, I will likely take all of my political uh, leanings slash advice. From YG? From YG from now on. From a I rapper, would. right? Like Young gangster, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's spitting bars. He's got perspective, Amen. you know. Praise God. Good for him. Good for him. Amen. Yeah. It's just crazy to me, dude. Like, I just laugh. I hope people listening to this also laugh at our political but spectrum, sphere, whatever you want to call it. For sure. I will say the best thing politically to come out of the state of Iowa, I don't know why she was there. I'm sure because I was super Republican. Carrie Lake, do you know who she is? Oh, yeah. Chance? Down by she, down your neck of the woods. She ran for governor here. She yeah. didn't win. Um. And she was just at the Iowa State Fair, and all these people were there, and reporters, and there was a reporter slash videographer from the Washington Post and Mm -hmm. the New York Times. Did you see this? No. She's sitting there, and she's going to milk a a cow. And she goes, she goes, where's, where's uh, the New York times? And the lady's like right here. And she goes, you know, there's only two genders, right? And the lady goes, I'm just here to take pictures. And she goes, well, I want you and the Washington post to take a video of this. Try milking a female cow and then try milking a male cow and tell me that there's more than two genders. And it was, I mean, it's kind of funny. Like it was, you know, comical little scene. But it was like at the Iowa State Fair, the lady who ran for governor in Arizona, telling off the New York Post and the Wash or the New York Times and the Washington Post. Absolutely hilarious to me. Yeah, I hate shout them out all. politics, dude. Yeah. I hate it all. I hate them all. It's so stupid. Uh, yeah, I, I hate the theater of it all, and I am always so shocked at some of the shit that people do. Right, that uh, they think is working. Right. Right. Or, and I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, we could go down a rabbit hole, but this is also like, uh, is anybody worse than political hardos? There's no. Oh, I'll take I'll take 162 gay baseball game guy over a political hardo. Find me a worse person to have a conversation with. There ain't one. You can't. I'd rather have a conversation with Judas, dude. Like, I mean, I'll talk to somebody speaking in fucking tongues. Yeah, right, don't least, know what you're saying, but I'll talk to you for a week. For sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna decipher this shit, right? Versus, yeah. hey, did you watch the Vikings game? Yeah, did you hear about Donald Trump getting indicted? What? All right, here what did go. that have to do with that? You know, like that's how <laughs> yeah, it is, 100%. right? It's like reminds me of that time when. Can you believe they're taking a knee on the NFL field? It's just. It, yeah, it, like I want nothing more than to get out of those conversations so fast because yeah, I will run. just go because my default when I hear them is to fight them. Like I'm just yeah, going to jump on the other side. I don't care what 100%. you're believing. Like you could believe what I'm going to believe in. And I've heard both sides of those arguments, so I just jump on the other side and go after them. Correct. And that's the best part, I think, about being a well-articulated human with a brain is that you can do that. And then nobody really knows where you politically align or they think you know one way or the other. But I do love that as well. It's just taking the opposing argument because it's so easy because 90% of the problems seem like satire anyways. So just come back with a satire oh, argument. For sure. Right? Without so. a doubt. Without so a shout doubt. out Donald Trump going to jail. Um, I've never been. It doesn't look like he had too hard of a time. I mean, what the guy do? Walk in, take a picture, and was like, "All right, I'm out." Yeah, it, correct. So, it, yeah, indicted. Go in, check in. They release you. You'll come back later for sent for charges and then try whatever. I don't fucking know. I don't it care. Was in He's County, not going right? to jail. Uh, it, it was, was in Boward County. Yeah, uh, it's Folsom Prison. Yeah. Right, like uh, Johnny Cash sings about. Okay. So that one. Interesting. Yeah, that's the one he went to. Uh, I don't think there's. Yeah, well, I know he had to because that was on the Atlanta stuff or the Georgia election bullshit. Anyways, right. moving on. India landed on the moon, Ben. Um, yeah, they didn't. <laughs> Russia crashed. They so I, I'm glad you brought this up, not just to shit on like the moon. Do you happen to see the? Apparently, China did too recently. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Chinese video? I have not. I've played N64 games that looked more realistic. Okay. It was absolutely insane. The tweet I saw that I loved the most said, um, "China landed on the moon, and they paid the Martians to film it as they came in." Because that's exactly what it looked like. They had somebody panning in, and it was the worst video of all time. But then it's just all these Chinese people in, like, a lab, like, clapping. India probably did. Those are extremely smart tech people. Mm-hmm. I believe it 100%. China and Russia going there is just, like, the Cold War shit, right? Like, um, Russia probably sent up a fucking Pepsi bottle with some Mentos in and was hoping it would make it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's just wild to me. Okay, I'm but watching. I don't believe India did either. Um, 
Because didn't India say they landed on? They landed on the, the s- literal south like, side south pole. Yeah, yeah. Which nobody's so, done before. And I'm did watching. they stake? Did they put a flag up? I don't know. Well, no people <clears throat> went. Ben. See, that's the thing. Then it. Then they didn't go. They landed. I said they landed on the moon. I didn't say like they put a man on the moon. Yeah, but that's just it. Like, fuck, who gives a shit? If you're not putting a person on the moon, I don't care. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I would say I, I would agree with you. Who gives a shit about it? Right. Like, I don't know. I don't know who, who gives a shit. But India did it and Russia didn't. That's awesome. Right. That is awesome. <laughs> Uh, that is awesome. Which again, also, is, isn't Russia still at war with Ukraine? Probably. I don't so know. In the man. middle of, of war time, they were like, "Hey, you know what we should do? Finish this bit of vodka, send something up to the fucking moon." And they're like, "Oh, you can't." We're not make I it. mean, they should have learned, right? Uh, from Hitler himself, you can't front, fight a two front war, right? They're trying to That's win right. the space race. They're trying to beat Ukraine. They got people riding fucking bears. You guys, yeah. pick one battle. Right? Are you taming bears? Fight. Are you landing on the moon? Or are you trying to win a war with Ukraine? You can't have it all. Right? They'll, you listen, Vladimir. You listening should. to us? He, he should. That'd be wild. If you do, we'd like to have you on the pod. Again. Um, <laughs> it so. just gets me back. Like, I don't know why we ever worry about Russia. Like, they don't know what they're doing at any That's point in time. Also, okay, here's the deal, Jeff. I've never signed up to fight for our country, but you have. Realistically, you ever seen a Russian that you're not like, that you don't like physically just look at and you're like, I could beat the fuck out of that guy? Ivan Drago. Like, do you ever? Huh? I'd be a little worried about like Ivan Drago. No, 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 but I mean, like, he's not a, I mean, is he even a real Russian? I don't think right? so. I think he's Siberian, Dolph Lundgren, maybe, right? I think he's, like, fucking German or something. Right. So, all I'm saying is, like, if you just look at a Russian and you're like, mm. all right. Fedor. Yeah, I mean, we're really reaching here. <laughs> so, no, I, the answer is no. I get what you're saying. No. Yeah, they, they look like they're struggling to like exist on the substance that they are trying to put in their bodies. The matter of their makeup is not the same as ours. I'll no. just say that. No, no, nope. Nope. We would never, we shouldn't worry about them. That's my, that's what I just get back to. Like, why do we, why, why do we care about them? Like, just let them, yeah, leave mean, them alone up there. Let them do their thing. Outside, I mean, even them sitting on bears, like we have rednecks too, right? Like I made that point clear. Mm-hmm. Like we, we have, we have rednecks too. So yeah. Enjoy your bears. Keep crashing into the moon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll catch you in like 40 years. Dude, what do you think they watch? I think we might've had this conversation once before. Um, but like, what do you think? I mean, to them, what do you, Bob Barker's like 28 years old. That's what I was going to say, dude. Like they're probably watching Michael Jordan right now win an NBA championship in 96. Fucking and they're like, boy, this jam. guy catches fire. Yeah. Let me fucking tell you. Yeah, watch the out. NBA is going to be a problem. Yeah. Right? Long shorts, black socks. That's the thing. All right, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> Just, yeah. I mean, 
they're they're freaking out about the forward pass in a football game like they're from the state of Iowa. It's like just a foreign fucking concept mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, it's I mean, is Russia good at anything outside of wrestling? Doping. Yeah, because they're never in the – I mean, obviously hockey wants the USSR, but, like, what else in Olympic sports have they ever been good at? Anything that they doped in. Yeah, but, I mean, like, really, like, even then, like – Gymnastics. Hockey, they were good at gymnastics? Yeah, I think so. Uh, that – I don't know. We had some shit with them back in the 80s, like mm-hmm. Bella Carosi and Nadia Comaneci or some bullshit. I don't know, man. Never my mom and my mom was into it. Her sisters were into it. And I was just sitting there. I'm like, yeah, all right, go USA. And we won. USA. Boom. I don't know. I'm sure yeah. they're good at some some shit, but drinking vodka is probably about Eat it. Your, Riding bears. Noble motherfuckers. You ever seen that movie? The goon? No. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry, I thought you were yeah. saying a Chernobyl. The movie. two Yeah. The two defensemen are Russian. Mm-hmm. In there, in that, and then they have the drunk goalie all the time, you know, yeah, where he's like, right. Yeah, I have two rules don't touch my Percocets, and do you have any Percocets? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Classic. Classic. Yeah. Uh, Trey Lance got released this week. Graded. Well, sorry, let me back up. He got downgraded to three on the depth chart. He's, he didn't show up one day, which was a whole thing. And then gets traded to the Cowboys. For a fourth. It was four? Yep. So, I don't know, man. Like, what's your, what are your, uh, what are your thoughts? You've always said, like, there's no bus. It's just people in bad systems. Do you think there was any of that with him? Yeah, I mean, what, I mean, if somebody can be like, oh my gosh, you're an idiot, he's terrible. I mean, the 49ers were patient with Alex Smith for seven years. Mm-hmm. And Trey Lance got like 13 games, not even. Right. And his rookie year, he was thrown to the Wolves when Jimmy G was out. Uh, I mean, the kid was. It's kind of a. He's a. It's a product of circumstance. He, shout out NDSU coaching staff. They, I mean, he was going to be draft eligible after the COVID year. They played one game in the COVID season and Trey Lance threw 30 passes and he looked unreal and they bumped him up. Like everybody's like, yep, he's a guy. He won the D the D one double a Heisman the year before, whatever that's called, led him to a national championship. Um, I don't think that Trey Lance is truly a boss. I think like, I think that Brock Purdy just happened to come in because Trey Lance got hurt last year mm-hmm. do so well um as really the number three he didn't lose a game and you know i think the niners and kyle shanahan and john lynch were kind of at a point of like okay if they roll with trey lance jesus it, i don't know we might have got struck by lightning there's a storm here i just had a weird little shake in our building uh, maybe an earthquake here in Phoenix. Wild. Jeez, careful. Yeah. Um, so, if I feel like if they would have rolled with Trey Lance and he wouldn't have done well, they would have both gotten fired. So, there's all this hype around Brock Purdy. They roll with him. If not, he's a seventh-round pick. 
it's all good. I don't know, dude. It's wild to me. I don't think Trey's a bust. Um, I think he's going to a good spot. He probably very similar to Dak in their playing styles. Um, a good spot for him to sit and learn because Dak's going to be there for a minute. He's gotten paid. Um, I don't. I didn't want the Vikings. I know that there's probably a lot of Minnesota homers that wanted the Vikings to get Trey Lance. Yeah, my um, hands up. Yeah, I mean, maybe for a fourth round pick, it would have been fine. But well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah, like in that respect, that would have right. Like, but they're. I mean, they're also everybody's. Everybody's invested in different guys, and it sounds like they really like that Jalen Hall kid from BYU and want to see what he can do. And mm-hmm. I don't know, but. Um, I don't know. What's your thoughts? I don't think he's a bust. I don't think he's close to done. I think everything will be just fine, to be honest. Yeah, I don't – I mean, you can't – to me, I can't label him a bust. He has thrown right. 102 passes in the NFL. Right. right. That's – I mean, it's not even a sample size. What, realistic – six, seven games? Right. If you played normal games, yeah. What's – Shit, let's look. Uh, eight games. He's played eight right. games. Right. Dude. I, the fuck? Right? right. Like, right. that's just, I, I think it's wild to me that San Francisco gave up on him that quickly. Especially with what they gave up. Correct. Three firsts, and right, and I think there was other. There, I think there was a second or a third in there as well. Like they gave up a haul to get him, and I, I just, it's shocking that they gave up on him. But at the same time, like in my head, the counterpoint is, I love that they do not commit that sin of feeling obligated to like make it work right you know what i mean like that that whole like oh well we drafted him third so we have to like make it work but at the, again it's just also shocking that like they're willing to move on yeah. from that with that investment and then it's also shocking that they're still so fucking good considering right. considering all that it's just wild wild to me well here Okay, so he's played in eight games in his NFL career, right? Mm-hmm. So in week one of his rookie year, he went into the game, looks like, I mean, it look, on some package stuff, he played four total snaps. He went one for one for a five-yard pass for a touchdown, ran three times for two yards. So I'm guessing they tried doing some like wildcat shit or so, you know, essentially mm-hmm. then he didn't play week two week three. He played three snaps and only ran the ball one time for a yard and a touchdown. So those are the first two games. Then he came in uh week four of his rookie year and played 39 snaps, so still not a full game. 51% of the snaps, it says. So week four, that was down here. I remember that. He started the game. So week four of his rookie year, he he played a full game, went 15 of 29 for 192 yards, threw one pick, ran the ball 16 times for 89 yards. As a rookie, only one turnover, 
whatever on the road, your first start week four, that's fine. Or week five, whatever. Then didn't play, didn't play, didn't play week 10. He played five snaps, ran the ball three times for four yards and then started again week 17 of his rookie year. Played a lot better. Went 16 of 23 for 249 yards, two touchdowns, threw a pick, ran the ball eight times for 31 yards. But, I mean, okay, twice in the rookie year he started. Otherwise, he didn't play. Then last year he started week one against Chicago, and it was a super rain game. You can look it up. And he went 13 for 28, 164 yards and a pick, was sacked twice, uh, ran 13 times for 54 yards. Then week three, literally played 13 snaps, went two of three for 30 yards, ran three times for four, uh, for 13 yards, and then got hurt. Mm-hmm. So Trey Lance has thrown three interceptions – in how many snaps did you? I mean, we could add them up. Pass. 108 or 108 pass attempts. Yeah. Right. And just over 200 total snaps. He's thrown three interceptions. And then you're like, yeah, that's not the guy. Yeah, that's what's wild to me. Right. And then to have yeah. like all these, I mean, again, idiot fans, I think, be like, yeah, he sucks. He's terrible. It's like, off of what basis? Right. Exactly. If the guy hasn't done anything. I'm not going to judge him on week one of that pouring rain game. Right. Like I that you can't judge a guy on that. That's no. shit weather. Yeah. And then week two, he throws the ball twice. I mean, it's just insane yep. to me. And they never played again. Never right. played another snap. So that's why, like for me, considering like hey, fourth, fifth, yeah, fucking do it, man. Like that's where I was like. Might as well, like, take a shot, see what it is, right? Like, he was. Yeah, I think probably every team in the league probably put out a feeler to be the, you know, lowest better. I bet they had a million sixth round pick, you know, seventh round picks, some fifths. I think the Cowboys were just the highest bidder, and they're like, fuck, that's what we got. I have no idea how the NFL trade wire works. I'm sure that a mass email is sent to every. GM that says, yeah. Hey, we're interested in moving Trey Lance. Send us your best offer if interested, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure something similar. And the Cowboys probably came in maybe with a fifth and they talked him up to a fourth and they're like, Okay, we do it. And everybody else came in with a seventh or a sixth and yeah, they couldn't get it. I it's just, it is crazy to me though, man. Like that is that's wild to just give up on a guy like that. Yeah. Bananas. Like, if he's a bust, then Kirk Cousins is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Sure. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, you can say he didn't work out. You can't call him a bust because you haven't seen him play. Right. Like, that's to me, right? Like, if you looked at Peyton's first eight games, and I wouldn't oh, even call Oh, he was terrible. Him, his rookie year, he was terrible. Was awful. Right. Absolutely. Um, and I wouldn't even see his say his first eight games. I would say his first three because that's really right. all this kid has played is three games. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, the other was just, you know, probably some victory formation uh, and or running the ball late at the end of the game, whatever you want to call it. And, yeah, it's tough. Tough, man. No, it feel is, bad for the is. kid. Minnesota kid would have been – like, that's where it's kind of like, hey, come home, feel at home. You know what I mean? And – 
let's see what happens. No, that would have been absolutely insane. I mean, uh, if he could have, let's see. So Trey Lance threw three inter- he's thrown three interceptions in his career, right? That's what I told you. Mm-hmm. And they're done with him. Peyton Manning threw three interceptions in his first start, his second start, threw two in his third start, and three in his fourth. Imagine the the Colts being like, oh, my gosh, what did we do? Right. And just being like, well, we're moving him for a bag of peanuts. Peyton Manning sucks. Like, you just got to roll with it. Like, there's not a whole lot of guys that come into the NFL anyways as rookies and are, like, setting the world on fire. It's usually a two-, three-year process. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I'm with you, man. It's wild. Shout out to Cowboys. I don't know. I mean, who knows? You won't. I mean, it's just an insurance policy, I'm sure, but. Right. Yeah, like, I, w- I would hope I mean, to lot. I would hope he works out. Um, I hope he doesn't work out on the Cowboys, though. <laughs> if that makes right. any sense. I, think, I don't want to see the Cowboys honestly, do well, I, but I'd like to see him do well. I'd want I would be interested to know how many teams have a super positive or like what their grade of Trey Lance is, especially out of the draft. Like how many teams really had him slotted at three? You know, like it's a great question. How many teams would have been there? Like if, if Trey Lance was there at three, how many teams were taking him? It's fair. So, I don't know. It's just crazy to see. And we'll see what happens because so he's played two years, year three, year four. The Cowboys will have the option to pick him up for a fifth year, so he'll be in Dallas for a minimum of this year, next year, and possibly the year after, right. and then he'll be a free agent. Right. So other top news quarterbacks, uh, other NDSU quarterback news, some big action on Carson Wentz becoming Pat Mahomes' backup. Really? What a What a wild turn that would be for the career of Carson Wentz. He's now decided he's okay being a backup quarterback, and it sounds like the Chiefs are extremely interested, which I would be a serviceable dude, uh, you know. I mean, they rolled with Chad Henney, so, uh, and he'd be on a good team, so that'd be kind of cool. I don't know. That's a good gig if you can get it to be back up to, like, the best player in the league and just yeah. know – Hey, I mean, man. Carson's another guy, dude. I mean, the year they, they won the Super Bowl for the first 13 weeks of the season, everybody the had him pegged to be the MVP, you know? Absolutely. And then he tore his ACL. It's just crazy. Gosh, it's so – the life of a quarterback, you got to be so mentally tough to handle that shit. Mm-hmm. And then none of those guys want to be on the show next year. I don't even think we're going to get a season two. Yeah, that's shocking to me that that – isn't because I feel like it was nothing but positive. A hundred percent, hundred percent. You know what? Like in my opinion, fucking run it back. Those three guys. I mean, yeah, you you get rid of Mariota, just Kirk and Pat. Yeah, I mean, but let's see what what Mariota's life is like as the backup to Jalen. Maybe he has to come in next year. You know, that's fair. Who knows? Yeah. Absolutely. Who would you want to see? Like, if you had to go, um, you know, because they went three clearly different tiers of quarterback. I yeah. don't know if that was by choice or that those were just the only three that said they'd do it. 
Right. Um, but sticking with kind of that format of three different tiers, who would you want to see on there? I think I would love to see, uh, let's see. So if we're going to go like a bottom level guy or like a kind of a journeyman now, I think seeing in-depth Baker right now would be good. Another guy like, are we going to say Baker's a bust? He was the number one overall pick. He's now on his fourth NFL team. Mm-hmm. And it's with the Bucks, like their first year post Tom Brady. I just think like that have some good storyline to it to see what they could be. New offensive coordinator, all this stuff. I think Baker would be good. Um, I think that I would love to see uh, probably like a Derek Carr. Mm. Like, I think he's just a genuinely good human as well. He kind of probably fits the Kirko role, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's in New Orleans now, kind of like the Drew Brees, you know, shadow. And then just to not, I mean, to be just like pushed out of Oakland and it's like, well, okay, we'll see if he was the problem, you know? Um, and then there's no big, like three. I mean, I guess if you wanted to see another dude, like to see what it's like to be Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. you know, like I like. I mean, I, that's what I like to see. Like, I know pressure is a privilege, but to see how Pat Mahomes just really handles that, like, being the best in the world and like his comp his competitive level is through the roof. Right. Because right. his ankle was falling off in that playoff game and he's like they're like, go get it checked out. And he's like, fuck no, fuck no, you know? Mm-hmm. Like and honestly his wife wasn't as no- annoying as I thought either. And that was a problem. I thought she would suck and I was gonna hate her more. And I was like, well, it's actually not that bad, I guess. Just a normal I think it's cool to see him be normal people. Sure. You know? Sure. Like so I guess I'd like to see Jalen too, you know, like I was gonna say Jalen or Joe. Like Jalen Hurts yeah. or Burrow for me would be like the top tier I'd like I'd love to see. Um Yeah. I think it'd be interesting to follow like Trevor Lawrence. I was gonna say like a Herbert or a Trevor Lawrence of guys who have like already been pegged, like, hey, you're the dude, but yeah. then there's like well, are they, you know, right. like that kind of, like a Tua even. That's the thing is like right now the NFL is so littered with realistically top-tier quarterbacks and young quarterbacks, and they're all kind of like forced like you're the guy, like you're right. the savior of this franchise. A Josh Allen would be good, you know, like. Ugh. And then I'd like to see like Geno Smith. Dude, what? Yeah, absolutely. I would have loved to see Geno last year right. on a one-year like- prove it. Yeah, like he's by all accounts never been the guy, but here he is just being the fucking guy. Yeah, worked his way to a three-year deal this year, and they went and got him a weapon and not a quarterback in the draft. You know, it's like, yeah, we'll build a wide receiver room for Geno. Yeah, that would be interesting. And think of a guy like Geno. And I think, like, even, like, I mean, probably not Rodgers now, but like a, a Daniel Jones, you know, like the New York media, they always put like so much scrutiny behind sure. like how hard it is to be a quarterback in a New York market. So I think that would be wild. Mm-hmm. But it's just like so many of them. I would have loved to see Matt Stafford the Super Bowl year, like all that behind the scenes shit. Right. Like right. he almost never played again because his wife had brain cancer and he's like, I'm just going to be a husband. And 
Then they leave Detroit and he wins a fucking Super Bowl and the guy hardly won a fucking game. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, there's there's so many guys, but uh, I just can't believe they're saying no. I, I know, man. Like It's you- like, what what does that really bother? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I suppose the behind the scenes thing, but how much how much are they actually there to get that 10 minutes of of clips of right. like Pat's new house or or uh uh Kirko reading a bedtime story to one of the guys like right otherwise it was all stuff at the facilities where it's like well there's cameras there probably all the time anyway so correct well I, isn't that what like essentially some of the vikings said they didn't even know he was being filmed for netflix Right, they just thought they were there because they're in the fucking NFL. Correct, and there's just cameras all all over the place. Their their social media is doing shit, you know. So they're just like, yeah, we the weekly games doing their stories for you know, right? Yeah, right. And all that shit at their home, the vast majority of it is scripted. You know, like, hey, what do you do? Oh, all right. Well, hey, go sit in your car. Like, we're just gonna film you doing this once, even though he did it all season. Like they only right. showed one clip of him doing it, right? And right. we're gonna show you working with the trainer. They did it once. Show right. us your trophy room. You know, like right. I don't know. Um, yeah, I I, just, it, I hope it comes back. I really do because that show was was really good. It was really good. Um, yes, it was. And it wasn't like a gotcha show. You know what I mean? Like they were trying to like show how the positive of these people of these humans and like put a shining light on them not a negative one so that's what's right. kind of crazy to me um right. did you watch that like swamp kings or the manzel doc at all i haven't yet dude there's so many good ones that i need to need to watch um actually you know, today i got home from team stuff and then ton was watching she watched the Lincoln lawyer. I guess that's a series now on Netflix. Sure. Um, but she's like, look at all these football ones. I want to watch. She's like Johnny Manziel, the swamp Kings. I was like, hell yeah. Cause we watched all those untolds before. Yep. Um, and those are really good. Like the mouse and the palace and yep. the, the hockey team ones. So she's kind of in on those. But, um, then I told her about, uh, this one, I think that you're going to talk about, but I'm, I'm excited. I don't want this. I'm not excited for football to be over, but I am excited for football to be over so I can watch all these things. Sure. Sure. Yeah. No, like the Swamp Kings, meh. You know, it was. That's what I've heard. That's what hurts my heart, dude. Is that. Same. Like, that could have been the best documentary of all time. Should have been. Should have been. Like, absolutely. Like, think of the storylines. On that team, and how I understand it is they, like, even went as far back as following some Chris Leak stuff mm-hmm. to into Tebow. Yeah. And, and then Cam Newton, which obviously wasn't, but imagine Cam Newton does work out of Florida. You go from Chris Leak to Tim Tebow to Cam Newton. <sighs> Urban's rolling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they just had so many guys, and I know we talked about it when this came out, but it's not even, like, the dudes they had that played in the NFL – it's the dudes they had that became storylines. For sure. Like the Pouncey twins, Aaron Hernandez, Riley Cooper, Percy Harvin. 
uh, obviously Tim Tebow, obviously Cam Newton, obviously Urban fucking Meyer, like Janoris Jenkins. Like these were dudes that were like, I mean, and like college football is so weird. That's why I love like the, the Miami ones too, you know, like yep. those guys were getting into some shit. Right. Right. While being on top of the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it you know they they, oh, they sound weird. Uh, they they touch on some of it, but it really it was really just like, hey, here's Urban Meyer's journey, um, at Florida, and yeah, from Utah to Florida. Uh, yeah, and like we're gonna have Tim Tebow talking as well, and uh, Brandon Spikes. Right, is it Spikes? Those are the only, yeah. Those are the only ones. The two big guys. Well, no, I mean they had other guys talking, you know, but like Percy's not on it. They mention him, right? You know, talk about how he's a weapon, but they don't like he's not in. They, it. He's not talking about it. Um, is Riley Cooper in it? No, no Pouncy twins. Obviously, that's just why those the Pouncy twins are two of the most like they're huge personalities. Like they would have been great in that. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, no Aaron Hernandez, right? But like, R.I.P. Yeah, he, they hard to hologram him in. I th so. I think they barely even fucking mentioned him. Yeah, that's somebody said that it was literally like they talked about how good he was, and that was it. And then and it was there was like, a yeah, fight. Aaron Hernandez like made were, a play or something. They talked and about then a it was fight, like, right? Like one fight that occurred. That, yeah, but. It, it didn't have like again like we know the we know the fucking football that's just it if you i know, wanted to watch the football i'm sure there's a really good documentary <laughs> on the season that i could watch that's what it was it was documentaries it was essentially a four episode documentary of you know 05 06 07 08 right or or 05 to 09 right and they they blend some seasons in there but, like, man, like, it was billed or promoted as, like, the best ever. Uh, you know, this team was fucking dangerous, like, to be yeah. around, right? And, like, it, Tim Tebow and the felons, right? I, th I think Ty said, like, Tim Christ and the felons, right? Like, that's how yeah. they prom were promoting it, and it... They hardly touched on it, man. Like, the football was good. It was interesting to see, but it, it very much came across like an Urban Meyer redemption story. Well, and that's what somebody said that Urban Meyer's PR team had last say and what went in. Had to Which, have. if that's true, cut the fucking documentary. Then it's going to be no good. Had to be. Then I would have said, go fuck yourself. We're going to make it and whatever. Right. I don't know. I mean, it, how can you – you can talk – I mean – you can't talk about public information or what? You know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, it is also, I mean, it, the, the thing is, is that they literally had one of the biggest Christians in the history of athlete athletics leading their team. And they had legitimate murderers on their team. Like that—that's the story that I want to hear. Mm -hmm. Is how hey, they had the guy who broke the internet when he put John three sixteen on his eye black, and it was googled more times. And he's so proud of 
how many people saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 316, whatever million Google searches of John 360, whatever the hell it was. And it's like, okay, but I want to talk about that and how he was also the leader of murderers. Right. Like how the greatest did- college football player, arguably of all time, Tim yeah. Tebow. Like, how did that work? Right. <laughs> you know, like, that's what I want to know. It's like, how did that there- work? And I knew, so um, Dan Mullen, who was the head coach at Florida recently, got fired. He was the OC there during those times. He made Tim Tebow go to the fucking parties. Dan Mullen talks about it. He's on the radio every once in a while, fills in on the morning show I listen to. And he talked about, like, the reason everybody loved Tim Tebow is because Dan Mullen had to sit down with him. He said, Tim, I understand you're not about it, but your teammates are. And if you're going to be the leader of the team, you have to be at the parties. So Tim Tebow would go to all these parties. Nobody would fuck with them, force drinks on, but they just thought it was cool as shit that Tim Tebow was at the fucking parties. Mm-hmm. But those are the stories I want to hear. Not Tim Tebow ran for 160 yards and threw for another 350 to the yeah. best college wide receiving core of all right. time. Don't give a shit. I right. know that already. Right. Yeah. It was, it could have been so great. And the Manziel yeah. one could have been great. Manziel was, whatever it was one episode so i for an hour and 20 so i didn't give a shit um interesting to watch you know i'll burn through one of those anytime it just could have been so great but they as you said right or the rumor is that meyer wanted last say and it's just that's not how you're going to do one of those you can't do one of those well and like this so then there's this other one that came out on hb on max Excuse me. Yeah. On Max. Get it right, Jeff. Called BS High. Can't wait to watch it. Which is about that Bishop Sycamore team. Sycamore. That played IMG on ESPN. And then, like, as the game's going on, all the shit starts to fly around about it. Like, it's a fake school. They're not even fucking high schoolers. Like, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And, dude... That back, like, I'm not gonna like spill it all. I will just say, like, that is how a documentary should be done. Like, they are interviewing people, setting them up, trapping them, putting them on blast, like, getting them to respond to accusations, allegations, like, catching them in hot mic situation. Like, that's a reporter, or in it, it's like an investigative team, like, trying to right. fucking bury a guy on or a a thing on camera and uncover the truth. And then like, they fucking get to it. Like, Oh, it was so well done. And you, you walk away from that. You're just like fired the fuck up. Yeah, it is fascinating how it occurred. The guy is wild is wild. Yeah. It's such a crazy story, man. And it's also everything that's wrong with you sports. Yep. I yeah. believe that it will fire you way up, man. Like it is. I mean, I'll never forget it. I that was at the height of what I think IMG too. Like they were really kind of starting to pop off, and everybody knew who they were. And then they beat the fuck out of this team, and it was like, well, nothing new. But then you saw like, oh shit, they were up forty at the end of the first quarter, or whatever the fuck it was. It was like it was bad. Holy shit. And then, like, 
they were sharing helmets, the other team. Like, I just the things I know because I watched that game on ESPN, and I'm pretty sure it was Dari Noka who was announcing the game, and he's like, uh, he reads like a press release from ESPN in the middle of the fucking game, and he's like, you know, in all attempts to contact Bishop Sycamore, we couldn't find anything or, like, legitimacy on their rosters or anything like that. And, like, um, yeah, the ESPN recruiting guy that always does them, I'm blanking on his name, um, but they were all there because it was IMG, and it was, you know, mm-hmm. somehow fucking ESPN got swindled. I'm excited to hear how ESPN, maybe they don't touch on it, but how ESPN got swindled into holding that game on the air. But if they never did, none of that would have, I mean, it just would have been a game that IMG beat the shit out of somebody to right. everybody in America. But it was right. on ESPN, it was on national TV. Yeah. It's it's just that's what those things should be, man. Like right, you know, you can take your thirty for thirties, you can take your untolds, and, and that's what that that's also one of those things that like always blows my mind why HBO went away from fucking being called HBO. That's what made HBO good, right? Like yeah, they uncut like that's that's their fucking niche, man. Like they are so good at that shit. Like they take it seriously. And there was, what was that, uh, there was like a murder doc that they were doing about Robert Osborne. And they, they left his mic on and he went pee. And he essentially confessed to murder on their documentary. You're kidding. And got arrested as that documentary was airing. Like, because they turned it into the police. And they're like, he admitted to it like they were like because they were prying this fucker like pushing him and press and he's like i need a break he goes into the bathroom and he's like what should i fucking tell him i killed him of course i fucking killed him like but i can't fucking say you know like you could tell he was having like a mental breakdown talking to himself in the mirror holy shit yeah dude like it's and there's one of those moments in this it's nuts where he get the guy the guy gets caught uh no like where there's a hot mic and this guy is it's pretty it's just it's so well done ben it's that's what they should be yeah you'll watch i'm excited you'll watch that and you'll be like everything needs to be like that (laughs) like yeah i'm excited for it i really am i think i think it'll be great i'm like i said i just uh i i need to find how long did you say it was an hour and like an hour and a half okay and like yeah. I, I, I watched it over like two or three days. Like I'd watch 20, 30 minutes, like kids popping in and out. Like it. Yeah. I might have to just start. Um, once upon a time I worked for a major corporation. Uh, they were called Fastenal and we drove trucks and I'm not going to say that we might've watched Netflix shows while driving the truck, but <laughs> I might have. <laughs> I used to pump out a lot of Netflix documentaries behind the wheel of a vehicle in Hell rural yeah. America. Hell yeah. But, Hell yeah. Yeah. Shit, no, dude. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Watch that because I want to talk about yeah. it. More yeah, than well, bad. More yeah. More than bad. Um, should we – I? Let, I'm cool skipping the last two. Let's like talk because we're pushing hour 48. Yeah. Let's get into the college football weekend. And wrap this right. like let's talk about some of the some of the games, some of the maybe make some bets and yeah, let's do it. Puppy up. 
Um, you got uh you got your FanDuel up? Of course. Okay. Um so from the whole slate of games, obviously super excited. Not excited at the same time that the Matt Rule era of Nebraska starts at the Gophs. Um little fact as much as I love the Gophers, I fucking love Matt Rule as a football coach. Mm. Um, dude, the things he does, the way he talks to athletes, the way he treats people, I know he got his chance at the NFL and everybody thinks Matt Rule sucks, but he built a team at Temple. He built a team at Baylor. He's going to do it again at Nebraska. It sucks for the Gophers. Um, but he is just, he's such a good college football coach. Um, Man, I just, I truly love Matt Rule, man. Like he is, I just love everything he does, just the way he goes about it. Outside of that game, which is a pretty big week one game for the Gophers, which I do enjoy that they have big time week one games. Um, there's another big game on Thursday night, Florida Utah. Uh, that'll be that'll be an interesting fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9 a.m. for me Saturday morning. Get the uh, you get to see the the Dion Colorado Buffs against the it, number 17 TCU Horn Frogs coming off a debacle of a national championship game. Otherwise, there's not really a whole lot of like big week one banger games. Uh, North Carolina South Carolina could be a good game. Um, but Sunday afternoon is a massive game, and I'm super juiced for it. Um, I hope we get the time to to watch it, at least some of it. LSU, Florida State. Mm-hmm. Um, God, it's going to be a fight. Uh, I do believe – Florida State won that game last year, or maybe LSU won on the last second. I don't remember. Uh, I know it was close, but I'm just excited for this whole slate of games, Jeff. Like all weekend, everything. Uh, any other big games stick out to you that you're excited for? I mean, I'm shocked you're not like hyped up for the Battle of Miami. Ohio versus Miami, Florida. Uh, I did see that uh, Miami of Ohio quarterback was asked uh, in their presser like yesterday or today, maybe. Uh, I don't know when, but somebody asked him, where is the real Miami? And he said, whatever town in Ohio they're in, which surprised me that it's not Miami, Ohio. I thought that that was a thing. Um, but he said, and we're going to show him next week. And I was like, oh, fuck. Give me give me Miami minus the points, dude. That's such bulletin board material. You could go play the Canes and be like, yep, we're going to show him next week. All right, well, take your happy ass back to the Mac. Mm-hmm. Here's a 52-point loss. Yeah, no. Um, obviously excited for the Gophers. Excited for the Florida game. I think that I will have my eye on that. I'll probably tune into the Tennessee, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, TCU, Colorado. Keep an eye yeah, on I'm that. Yeah, I'm excited for that just to see Dion, see what they look like. Yep. Um, 
Some Sunday morning games, too, which is cool. That's yeah. what I love about Labor Day weekend. Right. I know they're probably not morning for you, but for me, they are. I like staying up late and watching college football with a drink yeah, I in do my too. hand. Um, yeah, obviously, LSU, Florida State. Care less about Clemson, Duke. Um, yeah, those are the big ones for me. Let's, uh, yep. I mean, let's start at the top. You mentioned right out of the gate, Nebraska, Minnesota. Thoughts, pick, work, picks. Um, Goves are seven and a half point favorites mm-hmm. on most books. Um, I, I have a rule like you have the rule you bet against. I never bet on the team. I do think it's a game the Gophers are going to win. Um, I've, okay. I've stayed my claim on their season. Um, I do think it's going to be tougher than, than people think. Uh, but Nebraska, I mean, as much as I love Matt rule and the guys, they, they still have a long ways to go from how absolutely terrible they were sure. a year ago. Right? right. Like it's not going to be an overnight success. Um, but I will, um, I do like, I do like the ghosts on Thursday night. So I'm confident. I take the over in that game what is what is the line 43 and a half 43 yeah i like that the the thing i mean i know the gophers are going to have a strong defense joe rossi is one of the top five defensive coordinators in america and we got to protect him as long as he's here because he's going to probably get a head coach job at some point um but um yeah i mean 43 and a half that's a that's a good that's a good number I mean, yeah, that's, you know, three touchdowns apiece. I don't hate it. Somebody's got to win the game. So, yep. um, yeah, I like that. I like that idea. Florida, Utah, what do you like? Florida, Utah. Um, I like the Utes. Cam Rising's back. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, Florida, Utah, for sure. I'm going to take the Utes. I'd probably take a minus. Minus seven. The points. Uh, yeah, because uh, who's the starting quarterback for Florida? The fucking kid from Wisconsin that left. So, yeah, for sure taking Florida. Utah, you mean? Or, sorry, yeah, excuse me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, at home, I'd give him that. I'd, I'd go with that. Florida does have a six foot five, four hundred twenty-two pound three tech, so that's something to keep your eye on. Fuck it, Florida money line. Wow. SEC. Wow. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> oh, here look. we go. Oh, look that there's an SEC team uh, playing a non-conference ranked opponent. Yeah, good for them. Shocker. Florida's on it. Shocker. Shocker, yeah. They're the only ones this week. Shocker. Well, Miss has got a tough game against Mercer. We'll see how they do. Let's look up uh, all those. Boy, big I ten- hope Georgia hangs tough with U- University of Tennessee Martin. Let's look at all those Big Ten non-conference battles that they've got slated. Eastern Michigan. <laughs> Here we go. Bama not play this week? They must not. They huh? do not. Oh, uh, they do. Middle Tennessee. Oh, yeah. My bad, my bad. Texas A&M's got the Lobos. Woof, woof. Here's my least favorite part. Georgia, UT Martin, they ain't even got a spread. Georgia by a million. Mm. 
Uh, what What's the next game you want to look at? Uh, here, I'll give you a pick. Utah State plus the points. What are they playing? Guess. Just guess. Guess who they're playing? Yeah, just guess. It's like a hundred and some odd teams. Just guess. Who do you think they're playing? That I'm just off the cuff Vanderbilt. taking Utah State plus the points. Vandy. No. Oh. I don't fucking know, Ben. Come Iowa? on, Jeff. Iowa. Yeah, give them a wave. <laughs> I'll bet the under. <laughs> no, for real. Uh, it sounds like Cade McNamara, the kid that transferred in from Michigan, the quarterback, Yeah, yeah. might not play. He's got some hamstring problems. Mm. Um, so, hunting is winning, Iowa. Don't ever forget it. Isn't their All-American punter, like, suspended for the gambling? That's the other thing that I keep seeing uh, kids be suspended or, like, it keeps popping up that so-and-so got a violation. So, I'm not going to take the plus 1280 on them to win, but I am for sure taking 25 and a half points in Utah State. So, I'll just bet the under. Uh, Colorado TCU, 20 and a half. Yeah, I mean, I'd just Dion show out. Yeah, Shador and Travis Hunter. I mean, Travis Hunter was the number, what, one or two recruit in the nation. Shador is a four-star kid anyways. Um, we'll see. It, and also, TCU's reeling. They lost everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, their total overhaul from a national championship team. Um, I would take Colorado plus the points. I would absolutely take the points there. I know it's at TCU, but I would still do it. Especially all the, the hype rolling around them. Mm-hmm. I mean, come it's, on. It's 20 and a half. That's a huge spread. No, it is. It's massive. Huge. Uh, Ohio State, Indiana. Ooh, barn burner. You can't uh, even bet on Indiana to win. You can, huh? That's crazy. I would take. I might take. I mean, they're not, it's it's actually it's down to twenty eight and a half. I saw it at thirty one and a half. Ohio State's got a new quarterback too. Has never played it down at college football. Mm-hmm. So, um, those are the things that I like. Where I feel like, not that we're given betting advice, and obviously, if you listen to this pod, you're like, well, these guys never win unless they blindly bet. It's also kind of true. Um, Facts. But we're also kind of blindly betting here. So, um, but week one, if you find like unexperienced quarterbacks, I think that's like the play is like, take the other way. Like so many teams are going to squeak out wins and then the storylines are going to be like, Oh, you know, are they for real? Whatever. Um, I do love Washington minus the points. Uh, yeah, I'll take Washington minus 15 over Boise. With, yeah, I'd, I'd go over 58 and a half. Yeah, take that over. Mm-hmm. I'd take Rice to cover 35 and a half. Who's Rice playing? I just saw Texas. Texas. Rice is an underrated jersey, too. I could have sure. made a list. 
for sure. Yeah. That could have made a list. That's a good one. Absolutely. Classic blue and white. Um, I would take the over in that Nevada USC game because USC's defense is not. I mean, I know they only gave up only gave up twenty eight points, but Christy gave up twenty eight again. It's a tough look. Yeah, yeah. I would. I, I, I mean, that's I, just a hard thing. Like any other time, I would take this over in the Bama Middle Tennessee game because I think Bama could score fifty one. But then again, they got a uh, they got a new quarterback. You know, Bryce Young's gone. Right. Yeah, that's probably why it's only fifty one. Right, but I'm just saying, Honestly. like any other time, like if Bryce Young was there, I'm going to take the fifty one. Spreads thirty nine and a half. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a lot of like, points. Yeah, Oof. let's get. Let's get to uh, what do you think about? Let's just talk LSU, Florida State. I mean, they're your pick. They're my pick to win the Natty. They're favored in the game, two and a half. Pretty sure it's neutral site again. That over does not look juicy to me. Um, mm. Edie Boy probably listened to this, text me some flack. I don't know if I believe in Florida State yet. I know Pizza, Pizza's uh, seminal alum. Classmates of Xavier Road. Um, Shout out. But, uh, you know, I got to take LSU minus a two and a half. They're probably, they're so good, dude. God, they're good. Yeah, I mean, if I'm betting just for to bet, I'm betting Florida State outright. You're going to take, you take them on the money line? Yeah. It's the only plus odds there, plus 122. Yeah. No, for sure. You know, the line's two and a half. Like, why would you bet that? Might as well just fucking um, bet for him to win. Because it's minus 114 instead of minus 146. Better odds. I mean, I think they'll win by more than three. Right. No, you're, no, you're saying for LSU, I'm saying I'd take the money line on Florida State. Yeah, I know. I get I guess. I like, why would I bet the points? Oh yeah, I get on what you're Florida saying. State. Yeah. Like if if I think they're going to cover, I think they got a shot to win. Might as right. well fucking take that right over to minus one hundred six, and it's at Florida State. You know, a lot of hype. Ben's picked them; they're going to win it. Well, they should. Um, the Knolls are a program, man. So you got a five teamer plugged in there, or a six teamer? Oh, you, you lock stuff in there. I will. Okay, I'm going to put in, I'll go six, find something else you like. Here's my one, my true upset special of the week. You ready for this? Yes. Northwestern, 9.01, my time, Sunday morning. All the controversy in the world. They stroll into the birthplace of college football, Rutgers. They shocked the world. Only six-point dogs. I'm going to take them on the plus 195. So we got a six leg parlay for myself. We got Colorado plus 20 and a half. Utah State plus 25 and a half. Utah, we're shout out the Mormons this week, minus seven. Washington, shout out Big Ten, minus 15. LSU, future national champs this year, minus two and a half. And ended it with a Northwestern money line win, plus. 
If you're not quick at math, that's a dollar to win $75.42. We're locking it in. It's my six-leg parlay of the week. What do you got, Jeff Ray? Hold on. Got to get two. All right. I got rice plus 35 and a half. All right. Rice. Colorado. 35 and a half. Colorado plus 20 and a half. Utah minus seven. The under on Utah State at Iowa. Okay, hold on. Utah minus seven. Rice plus 30 and a half. This song. You got the under on Utah. Okay. Rice. Rice plus 35 and a half. Okay. Colorado plus 25, 20.5. Yep. Uh, Utah minus seven under at Iowa over yep. Minnesota 43 and a half and then Florida State money line for a six legger plus 5749 ooh I like it don't like some of the picks but I like the potential that's what it's about man that's right that's why we parlay Boost up, get it up there, get it up there. I mean, it is always fun. I mean, we're just throwing a dollar on these parlays. Like that's the thing that I think I love about the way we sports gamble these days is like we don't throw a ton of money around. If I had a ton of money, I probably would. I think it'd be crazy to see what like my hundred dollar unit would do, right? Well, like if I accidentally placed a hundred dollars on Jeff's parlay, it's to win. $5,749. So, uh, you know, it's no big deal. It's just a hundred bucks. Ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. So I got it locked in for you, big dog. We'll see. We'll see how she goes. Probably poorly, but it'll be fun to, fun to fuck with. Keep track of it. will be. It is. It, it, you never know. You never know. Can't wait for Northwestern to break my heart Sunday morning and leave me hanging. <laughs> So that's my favorite part. That's my favorite part about being back to football. But soon we got some anytime touchdown scores. Oh shit. Eight days, folks. Seventeen weeks of any time eighteen weeks now. Plus playoffs of anytime touchdown scores. You feel that? Is there is there a better bet in the world? No. Not when you got five, six God. dudes doing it. No. Six dudes, six dollars, six anytime touchdown scores. We've done it once. We've done it twice. We've done it three times. Technically, Jeff and I have done it four times. We've done it five times. We rode an emotional high last year. Mm-hmm. And came out even. Uh, <laughs> well, well, no, we came out ahead. We cashed out a couple times. Yeah, we came out a little higher than even. Um <laughs> Put money in FanDuel in over a year and a half, so <laughs> we are doing okay. Absolutely, absolutely. There's just nothing better, dude. Oh, so good, and we'll have. I mean, that's next episode, dude. You know, you know. Honestly, my favorite thing to do is is now I know, like, okay, we have Sunday morning meetings, but so I have to get up a little earlier. I love waking up, taking ten dollars. 
finding like a 13, 14 leg Sunday morning parlay mm. being coming a millionaire, right? <laughs> In the wise words of the great American poet, Kendrick Lamar, turn a dollar into a million and we all rich. All right. Boom. Amen. Preach. Amen. So you never know. I just got a reality check from uh, FanDuel to you, so you can shove it up your ass on that. I love so that. just so you know, you've been playing for 30 minutes and you've wagered $2. Okay, great. It sounds like I have a problem. He's <laughs> <Jeez>, Louise. <laughs> $2 in 30 minutes, FanDuel? Walk me down. Call the IRS. This guy's 1-800-BETS-OFF, whoever you yeah. want to call. Unreal. Oh, no. So sorry. There should yeah. be a dollar limit on that, not a time. Right, like I hate when that hits me. I, I, I live bet sometimes, and that's when it hits me the most. Or like, especially when we're sweating out parlays on the weekend. I'm like, I just got to check a hundred times. Like, yeah, oh, no, it's actually Kenneth Gainwell. Okay, I know it. Are we sure it's Kenneth Gainwell who scored the touchdown? <laughs> you know, like yeah. But yeah, dude, don't. I know that I've been logged in for thirty minutes. Get off. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Also, what a waste of a push notification from FanDuel. Hey, reality check. You've bet two dollars in thirty minutes. That's what I'm saying. Hey. Like whoa. Give me a reality check when I've bet two thousand dollars or something. You know, yeah, like when, I, when when you start to have some heavy action, like who gives a shit? Right. Uh yeah, no, actually I love I wish that they would just tell me like, I don't know. Anything else, to be honest. Like, hey, you mortgaged your house in oh, the last shit. 30 minutes. No way. Yeah, that'd be, hey, oh, shit, we got a problem. Sorry. Right. Absolutely. Pack your bags. We're moving. 100%. All right, brother. 100%. We're eight days out from that. Eight days. It's happening. Things Can are you happening. Believe it? Should we wrap this up? Let's do it. It's a long one. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this show means a lot to us both we appreciate it we have so much fun doing this honestly like it's one of those things gets us back to even so hopefully it does for you looking forward to a great weekend of actual college football we've got some matchups let's see what happens ben do your thing my man appreciate you all for listening enjoy the first weekend of college football coming at you enjoy your three-day weekend which i'm assuming most of you have for the great labor day don't labor. It's Labor Day. Just have a day. Please. That's right. Don't labor. It's Labor Day. Have a day. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Be good, everybody. And whatever you do, get back to you. Why you gotta be up in my business? Please leave me alone. Sweated, I just like my privacy It ain't nothing wrong if you choosing not to ride with me I got a sidekick, you know how Batman Robin be Oh, Bonnie and Clyde, my fellas is down to ride me. I just say the word, the dog is jumping the fence I ain't say a word, the shorty say give me this Oh, that was your girl, she screaming my government I hopped out the curb, I ain't looking back since